Hey, greetings everybody. This is Wesley Pepper and this is the Art Lexia podcast. And this is uh, episode 73. Yeah, so uh, first and foremost, like a uh, big up to Ntlantlastika coming to an episode 72. We spoke about his journey through Mormonism, through being a Mormon and Pan-Africanism and um, poetry, eventually poetry. So he was, if you remember, he was writing his own book and big up to that. My brother will keep um, you up to speed with all of that. Yeah. So this is our new format. As you can see, um, as you can tell, it even sounds a bit different. And uh, welcome, Cezanne Corsi. Hey, hi, everybody. Uh, finally, finally. <laughs> I'm part of the family. I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you, Wes. For... Yeah, thanks. He's all coming through. Um, I was thinking on the way down here, it took me 73 episodes for somebody to realize that this podcast <laughs> is cool and they want to. So 72. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it only took me like almost a year and a little bit, but anyway, <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. So today's uh, today's episode uh, to bring uh, to bring Caesar into the whole mold. Um, to the to the whole art lexia experience, um, we're gonna talk about a published, no, a, a soon to be published book. Yeah. Right? Is that the right word? It's upcoming. Up yeah. and coming. That's the mm -hmm. right word. Okay, uh, up and coming book. Uh, uh, um, uh, Poetry collection. Titled, the name. The name is this. What happened to what your happened bones? What happened to your bones, Maluma? Can you believe it? Actually, <laughs> the title actually stood me. Okay, so we today. We're gonna we're gonna be unpacking the processes behind the book. Uh, starting off with myself, um, I did the cover for the book. So Caesar will, um, she'll be directing questions to me regarding um, the processes and the whole idea behind the cover of the book. And then she'll be talking about some of the processes behind the writing, and um, she'll be reading some of it too. So this is all part of a much bigger project yeah. around um, around the publication. And um, yeah, so welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, I think um, we can get started. No, for sure. And I mean, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Shoot, Mr. Pepper. Okay. So <laughs> um, I got into doing the cover. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me, um, let me, uh, let me start off like this. So um, in doing the cover, um, I use the same process I do with everything. Um, and I think we can actually speak about that because I've been working with and Early on this year, I was working with an American lady um, based on the, way, on the East Coast, on the West Coast mm -hmm. of America, and their processes are a lot different. So it was actually quite, uh, yeah. I would actually, yeah. I'll um, I'll talk about that a bit later, but uh, no, you sure. can fire away with. Yeah, it's interesting because also to me, I was interested in your like visual perspective of the poems themselves in the book because of your processes. Remember. You're always talking about it, you know, and I noticed that, you know, the podcast also touches the, on that, especially, which is very interesting to me as a teacher, as you know, like, you know, um, as a teacher, and it, it, there's also like criticism that, that happens in that process, you know? Um, so yeah, that's why I asked you to, to do the cover actually, and to also collaborate the art forms, all right? I, w I was interested in finding out how a visual artist is seeing the poetry or is, is being moved by the poems and what your response is going to look like. And um, yeah, that's yeah that's always been a thing. Mm -hmm. um, so on this podcast, we've been talking to artists from all over the world about mm. their processes mm. um, since the hard lockdown. And um, so I want to come in with my processes uh, in a 
in a pre in a, in a post covid world but i think in a pre covid world um it actually changed so uh firstly um just on a okay so you were you were that idea in mind what i was always interested in working as a publisher cuz I, i like to coming from the commercial element first mm-hmm. uh what i've always noticed from being a publisher is um is how uh the 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 our various world which is visual art music uh, uh um and the and the, the published written word actually we've got the same audience mm-hmm. um and we basically say the same thing it's just mm-hmm. it's just through different mediums so as as a creative i'm always excited to 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 be involved in like sort of these multimedia sure. uh, uh projects that are as ideas so as i'm going to come in sort of a multimedia because i've also got the tech world as well mm-hmm. uh so coming in from that uh a uh, perspective i want to uh sort of add to the uh let's just call them users just as a generic term mm-hmm. because as readers in your case yeah. okay uh as the readers or the yeah consumers <laughs> okay yeah uh, uh i'd like to add to the consumers experience For sure. and i'm well aware of we live in a visual society mm-hmm. and uh, people's perceptions and um are, are all definitely controlled by what they see first so if you sort of create that um mm-hmm. that world you sort of already put them into this visual world then they have certain expectations and mm-hmm. then it's the job of the writer uh to i guess add to that yeah, so that's why like, i was interested in it from that perspective no interesting you say that because when you put it like that for me then it's about access yeah access to you know to books because you are moved by the cover first and and it's also just um black love man yeah You know I I really am very big on that on 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 all of us making it um so that we can all be comfortable and you know do what we do best. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah to come in there that that whole experience of 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 artists working mm. collectively is definitely the future of our industry. And I think that that's why that's why mm. I always want to be involved in projects like that and I think it's also important to talk about like it's just it's not just me used doing a cover mm. there's um there's definitely a strategy behind behind um behind everything And it's quite a process picking up the cover I mean we haven't touched on the poetry yet because um you know these paintings like the one behind me also it's that uh Togozantian he also read the the manuscript and this is some of the interpretations but due to another process that we'll get into like the whole publishing of this book has had its own journey mm. um you know so he did those portraits and the ones on the side and the middle pink one as well but you know um he he read the poems and gave me these four options for a cover and it was a whole thing with a cover story like it's a big thing it like is a big it, thing. um Yeah, so we'll get into that some other time, but yeah, that's why the cover was important to get feedback, also artistic feedback, um and 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 just creating extra access and a, a different audience to the book, both both ways for the artist and for me as a poet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh uh I just want to pick up on what you were saying, access and um how you saying the 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 the, the, the sort of the, the 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 expectation after so 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 uh in South Africa if if anybody knows that the book industry the book industry um in terms of numbers in terms mm-hmm. of sales a month uh, uh turnover revenue sort of like that is actually quite tiny yeah. um and the visual art uh one is a lot different the visual art uh 
sectors turnover is actually in some cases quite substantial sure. uh, given that we've got some serious high profile artists in South Africa so I've always felt that these uh, industries work too much in um, in um, in isolation and, and then again mm. like I said earlier on that's why that's why I feel that this so and for me that's our market that's the thing is that's the that's thing is so, so 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 I'm coming in with a, a different audience mm. and 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 then they get exposed to the yeah. book so it is sort of like we we wanna, we wanna, we wanna get them. Yeah. We wanna get them. We know they, we know <laughs> they out there, and we wanna get them. Yeah. So that's the yeah. And talking about that, ways, why don't we get into the poems themselves? Let's do that. Let's do oh, that. Actually, these things are not plugged. Excuse me. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, there we go. All right. Um. So I know we were just talking about this poem, which I'll read. Okay. The magic place, you know, which maybe helped you. Yeah. Um, yeah. In your process of. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's okay. do that. Let's do that. So this one is called, and and Wesley can tell you the setting of it next. For sure. We actually saw the place together. For sure. Give thanks. Um, the magic place. In 1994, we used to put on our best dresses to go to the magic place. Mine was sweet pink floral printed with lace layered underneath. Lips were glossed up Vaseline from a yellow jar, all shining from whatever I could find, fish oil or glycerine. We used to walk with excited smiles to the magic place, find the ma magic man waiting with his box of tricks. We would be entertained, transformed into happy girls who just in a snake turn into a red rose. We'd clap our hands, amazed at the bird that lived in a box and flew when called out in spells. We would take the magic, put it in our hearts, use it when we really needed to dream. In 2012, I was sent to go call my dad from the magic place. I walked into a breath of drunken voices, staring at my father, who I couldn't recognize. His face had turned extremely old and tired. I looked at the magic man falling off his chair with a box of Itakunisa in his hand. All the men had been gathering here lately to dull their pain in glasses of brandy. The pain made them look like boys who can't be sober. It was despair that killed their manhood. Broken guitar scales, playing redemption songs. I walked out with boulders in my soul. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. The magic place. Go magic, we call it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm from Soweto, by the way. I'm from Soweto. And, um, yeah, a, a location, like I said, called Dube. Mm -hmm. And this is... These are all stories from Dubai, honestly, and ways, you know, yeah. So, like you were saying, um, okay, let me just let me just take a step back just to give our listeners uh, 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 um, um, some perspective. So, how I would um, so Caesar read the poem, and um, my interpretations. I'm gonna speak about me, not just not just this poem, but the entire mm -hmm. anthology. So, what I would do is is um, in um working with a with a local based writer um is meet with a writer first of all because i've always found that the writer's personality 
and uh, comes through through their their, their personality and um, you know each artist um, um, <clears throat> speaks from a base and and in each project book uh, uh, album and whatever uh, uh, as a certain uh, theme which is which is a narrative which is which is consistent through all the poetry music mm. or, or, or works of art and and there's usually a consistency behind there so when I meet with the artist I like to get an understanding of all of that mm. and um, and then I try to uh, imagine myself um, in the artist's uh, 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 creative space. Mm-hmm. And how I would interpret it is each um, 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 each uh, uh, metaphors. Metaphors are, are, are a very interesting part of our poetry for me. And, and I guess that's... Mm-hmm. I guess that, that's where my, my whole interest in poetry started because I always loved the way putting two words together um, creates an, <laughs> an image and the image sometimes got nothing to do with the two words yeah. but it's the creativity of putting them together. Yeah. So my you. brain would, uh, I would visualize mm. something that the writer's doing and knowing where they're from or, or, or where they're coming from, uh, 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 that puts things like... Uh, so, for example, if it's just a, a type of person, then it'll be either a rich person or a poor mm-hmm. person. It'll be setting, color, etc. So, mm-hmm. that's the how I eventually analyze it. And like through the through the through the um, I mean through the through the through the poem that you just that you just read. Um, so we from a similar. Uh, 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 I'm a bit older, but we from a similar. Uh, uh, we, we we grew up during the same time, and um, uh, you know I always saw that that uh, growing up in the late nineties, uh, uh, you know there was this whole expectation around South Africa of, um, and you're reading in papers and you're naive to what's happening politically. Mm-hmm. So you'll have these like big, like. I would I wouldn't I don't want to say ignorant because it seems so harsh of a word, man. But you like all these expectations, mm-hmm. and then as you grow up, you find out that that, that expectations it's what what's really behind of it. Yeah. So I sort of see that. And when you talk about setting, uh, you 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 mentioned it earlier on. Uh, uh, so we've been to the actual space mm-hmm. and to actually physically be in the space of where the, 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 the in your case the writer has conceptualized her work is is that definitely adds to me. Um, yeah. interpreting it and, and I interpret that through the color and through the texture the, the, the brownie uh, but, a, but a light sort of a very polite uh, a sort of a very light uh, polite <laughs> and welcoming uh, brown because brown is an interesting color uh, brown is a tertiary color mm-hmm. and um, if, you, if, you, if you know the color wheel you have primary, secondary and tertiary colors and then you have your neutrals which is black and white yeah. technically <clears throat> Ugh, that's I don't want to, because I, I always think there's politics behind when it's black and white. But anyway, so brown is a hybrid color, and brown you can mix from any color put together. Interesting. Um, any, any, any. As soon as you have, I think it's more than three colors together. Eventually, it becomes a a, a, a variation of brown, and uh, there's there's some colors that can be a very uh, a dirty dark uh, uh, mm-hmm. brown and they can be so 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 brown has a has a so it's actually to me it's the most political of all colors no that's interesting i mean I, i'm thinking tonight <laughs> i'm gonna try to write a color poem and i'm gonna try to write about the color poem i mean color brown because i i get what you mean even in my you know literature or you know writing lens i yeah will attempt that but yeah 
And I mean, I think also by doing that, Wes, would you say, because it's important to me, it's a part of like what spirituality means for me, like the energy. Do you think that you carry that into the cover as well? Like you said, being physically in, in some of the spaces. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely picked up. Um, we, had a, we had a conversation a few weeks ago, but you, mm. were, you were saying about the healing element that mm. you were looking for. Okay, so I haven't read 100% of all the, the, the poems, and I definitely didn't read them in sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 I, I, my, brain, my brain operates like that. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I know that, I understand, the, 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 and I respect the process of, of, of putting together something, because usually there's a very strong narrative. Mm-hmm. But given that it's 2022 and what's happening in my personal life, it's really hard for me to stick to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so with that, with that, with that said, um, 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 I picked up like the story of a of of a of a of a of a girl growing up and what she was seeing it and how she did it because because this because this, it, it it comes across almost a bit of a vulnerable. There's a there's a you see see metaphors. There's a there's there's one that you use about you are about to go out and you are using. Uh, a fish oil you couldn't it was either vaseline but you were putting fish oil yeah. to make the love so how i how i saw that growing up uh, i uh, there was a period i think this was yeah and sure. it was in the 90s girls mm. used to do that mm. and, and 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 once i like and oh punish. snap yeah and you pick it up and, yeah. and 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 as a guy you look for that so 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 mm. i could i um um i related to that sort of um space and 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 and, and i and, and that's how i see was this girl growing up and, and becoming who mm. uh, who she is and, and looking it through because the, the way you look at the stories is actually incredibly political it's very political i think it's it's so it's it's so loud but so subtle mm. and i think yeah because i think that's the beauty behind it no i give thanks for even noticing that because the book is actually dedicated to my uncle who went to exile in 1977 so he was part of the June 16 cohort of students who, who, who planned and executed the march. Yeah, but who planned the march and, you know, many students died, you know the story, but my uncles were part of that and it happened to be a year when my grand, it, the day when my grandfather was supposed to be buried. So his children were out there in the streets fighting against Africans as a medium of instruction, you know, and the effects of that then were like my mom um, going through a mental institution because the system was not going to tell him what happened to his uncle, to his brothers, because one, we didn't bury, and um, my other uncle is in, is in, was in Washington, D.C., and he died. He was killed by the police that side. So it is very political and very real for me. I mean, I lost a whole year without my mom, for example, because of mental illness that came with, you saw even at home was right opposite. It's a political, like it's a very big person, you know, in the ANC, it's very political. It's a very deep story. Um, mm. And you pick that up, uh, we give things. Yeah. yeah, that's what I, that's what I enjoy about, um, about poetry anthologies, uh, given that, as a writer in South Africa, uh, they get into these, and I'm not saying other writers outside the country um, are not. It's just that I think because our uh, 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 just our art industry is different here, mm-hmm. that when the writers, 
they pour their heart and it is so it is so personal and mm. i know that there's a there's a, a a theme i definitely have it um so i'm very conscious of what i'm of what i'm putting on paper mm-hmm. and to most point uh, what i'm saying mm-hmm. most of the time and um i try not give too much away with giving a lot away because i think as artists we give so we much give away so much yeah. so in you writing about that type of space growing up uh, uh i think it's actually I don't think as artists we we give each other enough credit of how of how brave that is because if you sure. look at it in context, yeah, uh, most people don't hide whatever they mm-hmm. went through their whole lives really you know and uh, we find a way of not just tapping into it but 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 sharing it and and and, and yeah. eventually actually because it's a commercial side to make money off of it make money off it but also like for for other reasons like for healing you know like I gave you that background because the point for me writing these poems is trying to get my my uncle's spirit back home because we can't find his bones right but so when i write a poem i really believe that i'm reaching out to him and he can hear the poems and it's healing to me it's healing for anyone who can you know read these poems or hear these poems and see themselves in them representation you know it's healing i believe because mm. it's important for him to also, also know that we remember him he didn't die in vain he didn't disappear for nothing like i'm updating him about things you know um like i'm keeping him alive i'm bringing him home yeah, yeah. and you know diana ferris uh, from cape town yes. did the same thing and that's where i saw the power of the word power of with us uh, with the sari sari sorry so he's her bones uh-huh. Uh, were somewhere in a museum uh-huh. kept there and through Diana's poem they were brought back home. That's actually a, a, a nice little what uh let me ask you a question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what uh, or who mm. uh, uh were your main um influences behind it's so, so people funny. who you sourced from so this is music writing yeah. any medium really. No for sure I listen to a lot of jazz as you know like oof goodness i love uh Kumalo. i'm listening to him right now um sure. sorry i just i'm thinking the blank I, I just went blank big cause of Kumalo. what am i saying yeah but big imseleku big imseleku sorry i don't know what happened there i've been listening uh, to big cause actually big cause is yeah he's a guitarist mm. yeah mm. So yeah, I I pull a lot from that, but also engagement in stories of other people. Like um I'm attracted in the ordinary of things, like in the in the manuscript, you know, I talk about houses, I talk about people. I talk about like I I paint these little portraits of yeah. you know, the people in my, you know, in my space. Um let me come in there. I I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed um, seeing a side of Dubai. So um, I've been in and out of Soweto for a long time, but I've never, I've, I don't have a personal experience of the space because mm. I've only done gigs and then left there or visited <laughs> somebody and left there. Mm. And um, what I've always noticed about, about, about writers from that space is, um, and I could draw a similarity to uh, Cape Townians, sure. uh, 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 they, really, they really celebrate um, their yeah. space and they really write uh, uh, y- y- 
you know a lot of a lot of a lot of artists from Soweto Pro Kid is is a, is a, is another example sure. oh, uh, they would they they would write about Soweto in in such because a way as it's yeah but there's a yes <laughs> but the point i was going to say there's a there's a there's there's, 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 there's just a, a a bigger power or bigger oof, i don't know if power is the right word but um they just write about it differently versus somebody for example here in Halishue, for example mm-hmm. like a writer won't write about this place as what they would write about so where to for example for sure. and uh, your stories because that's the one side of the point the last one mm-hmm. my last point yeah. is that um I, I enjoy the characters in the people because you can oh. see the character, the person, um, and um, sort of in their setting. Uh, <clears throat> and as a visual artist, um, I oh. think that's that's one of a like as a visual artist, me, I love poetry and I've been reading it for years and years. And and I use it um, as part of my creative process as a lot as as very much a starting point because I use a lot of text in my work. Yeah. And um, yeah. I like taking words and breaking them down. So I like taking an artist's uh, metaphor. I love the I take the, the metaphors, okay. and 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 so I'll, so I'll take something from yours which has got a very specific person in mind, and I'll break that text down into like however wow. distorted reality I'm looking <laughs> at. So I just I just I just the the metaphors it resonates. No, that's big time. No, thanks for that. <laughs> I mean, that means a lot to me. Yeah, because, you know, representation is a lot, man. Like, if you, I, I mean, that's why these characters are there. So that hopefully when you pick it up, you can see yourself and you know that this is your story too. Yeah. Because we are tired also of people telling our story. That's like another, our story has been told. Everybody is making money from our story. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, black people are telling funny stories about us, like, you know, violent stories or embarrassing stories, like really hurtful stories. That's, I mean, that's not all who we are. And it's an industry. It's making a lot of money. That's why, like, you know, I I thought, let's bring it closer with the language. The language is very light. Yeah, let's actually actually talk about that, about the the language, because you're writing in um, an army language in two or three. Yeah, in how I speak, <laughs> like I grew up in Soweto, I like we 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 pick up every language basically, even though I'm not fluent in all of them, but I can like hold a serious conversation in most of them. So that's how we speak. That's what I wanted to represent here. You know, I yeah, and, and it's quite a thing. But I, I was relying on the images, and mm. you picked that up. Um, but yeah, just create ex- creating access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an academic, like I'm working in academic space right now, I think it's very important. Mm, And when we talk about that, the access of our art, and I think that this type of space being meaning a podcast space Mm. is also a different medium. For sure. So this is also another way of interpreting. So um, it, I, I think it adds to the experience of the book because now the artists people can tap into this, listen to this podcast over many years time yeah. and, 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 and see what the writer uh, or at least part of the writer's process because we'd like to mm-hmm. um, we'd like to take this process a bit further and this is like speaking to the listeners sure. uh, so you know that we also Cesar and myself um, also co-registered um, the greenhouse sessions sure. which is a uh, 
it's an event-based mm-hmm. um, or it's part of the House of Caesar. Mm-hmm. And um, it's an event-based thing based here in Northern Cape in Kimberley where we're going to, where we have these sessions in the garden uh, mostly and in sort of remote places, but we sort of reimagine the space and um, we, re- we reimagine it with, um, with work, with art. Yeah, and it's a collaboration of, you know, music, art, literature, uh, we even do yoga, so it's a friendly space, it's a green space, you know, just promoting, you know, the African values. Yeah. We won't do, like, family values, like, you know, you can come with your child, we swim, we do yoga, we do art, while we, you know, listen to music, have conversations. It's a very, like, relaxed um, sort of you know, uh, yeah, the so the in a homestead. Yes, yeah. so and then the person or the audience goes there, they relax and they can consume the art in mm. in, in, in in a medium which is which is which which is approachable yeah. or, and they can digest it and they can sort of experience not just the art but the the, the, the person creating the work as well, which is a big uh, problem in South Africa. Because you usually just have people in the audience just putting out art there and you either like it or you don't. And if you don't, you either yay or nay. And, uh, but anyway, that mm. topic we'll cover another day. So sure. why I'm bringing up uh, the, the Greenhouse green Sessions yeah. is to, uh, we're talking about um, Maluma's Bones, about the work, about the process behind it. Mm. So the next, the next thing is, is how are people going to consume? Where are they going to get hold of it? Through mm. what? mediums yeah. we're putting up the greenhouse sessions because clearly we're going to be selling it and promoting it through there but what other mediums media yeah et cetera, et i just want to start by saying you know it will be published by Pototo. oh snap. yes Pototo, yes so um just quite it will be i think uh, we'll confirm that as time goes on because i'm still like in the editorial process of the book um so yeah um but facebook i'll let you know it's season course on all my media platforms and then we'll keep you guys updated on you know how to order the book how to get it and how to join the greenhouse sessions because it will be also very importantly an online session so um you know you you can view and, and feel the energy of the greenhouse even in your kitchen or living room so, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I want to add on to that one there. So, we are recording this episode. What's the date today? It's, it's the, the 18th mm-hmm, of May. May 2022 as a recording of this episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, in South Africa, there's such a lot going on. Um, I've, um, and I wanna, I'm, I'm working to a point here. I was watching something. I've actually been following the story in the UK mm-hmm. uh, of these fish and chip shops closing down. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, fish and chips, a real staple food, in the, uh, uh, junk food in the UK, mm. and it's accessible food, mm. and many franchises there. So I was, um, I was following a story of how this, uh, in this post-COVID world, now we had this war that's influenced people's lifestyles and movement. So if it's changing in a first world country, in such a radical mm. way like that, in a first world country, uh, we uh, on the continent are definitely feeling it. So the point the point behind that is is that art is always seen as a product that you only consume when times are going well mm. when mm. it's a product uh, or something that you buy as a celebration and um, I find that art is more needed in these dire in like a today so the point there is is that 
what we've been trying to do also on my side with Gallery 360 Africa is make art more accessible to the consumer. Mm -hmm. So on this platform, we'll be talking about more uh, very creative ways on where our uh, listeners and viewers in some cases can get hold of the book and through what mediums because Mm -hmm. we are very open to this digital medium and we definitely think we spoke a little bit about the healing side of the book and um, Mm -hmm. I think that's more needed now uh, because clearly religion has failed us and politics not that we want to forget about that (laughs) but like also you you know I think it's beautiful because man my dream for this book man because I'm going to also record like music on these poems, also getting an interpretation from a musical perspective or getting into that space, you know, creating access through music and poetry as well with peanut butter and jam. So I'm I'm excited also about how this art form can really like we just need to bombard the system with our art. Yeah. So that it becomes a norm and people you know, it's normal to buy a book. It's normal to write, to buy an art piece. It's normal. It's it's, it's like getting a savanna or something. There we go. You know, <laughs> it's needed. Both these, both it's like a Louis Vuitton, if you want. You know, it gets. You know, we can get there as a society, and I believe that's where our wealth is in us. Yeah, yeah. In us, buying and us. Uh, on this platform, we'll be yeah. we'll be we'll be talking more and more about 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 those posts with multiple artists from all over the world, yeah. from different type of discipline. Uh, we've got some really really interesting people. We've already recorded some really dope ass yeah. uh, uh, painters, um, and there's some very cool writers as well. So we have got some really dope, and we're gonna be talking all around those uh, themes, promoting both House of Caesar, um, the Greenhouse Sessions, mm-hmm. and. Gallery, Gallery 360, 360 Africa. Africa. So they're all uh, part of this ecosystem that we are building up here, mm-hmm. this digital ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And Caesar, uh, I think your book is going to do, um, I think with the right medium, um, um, we're going to push it. And um, thanks yeah. for... It's been a long time coming. You know the journey of this book. Long... <laughs> <laughs> it's another interview. I'm t- <laughs> Yeah, it's been yeah, a long, it's time, been long time coming. But I believe in perfect timing. So. Yeah, so timing is everything. Yeah. So thanks timing. for that. Thank you. Thank you. And I can't wait to get to know you guys, uh, interact with you on our media platforms. I'll be very pleased to, like, you know, get to know you more and um, keep on giving you cool content, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and remember you can catch us on. Remember to like, subscribe, and comment to all of these uh, episodes. This mm-hmm. episode is produced uh, by Julius Batson all the way in Harare, right. um, and we've got a bigger team and big up to all of them. And next week's episode, we are talking to Gary Fryer from Cape Town, and we we'll, after that we've got some writers um, lined, and you'll see all the dates on our media platform. So thanks, world, for all of that, and we'll catch you in next week. Hola. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. Ah, I thought that was that was so spontaneous. <laughs>